This is Jade. This is Carly. And this is Mommy's Tell All. Hey guys, welcome back to Mommy's Tell All. Hi, welcome back. We're so pleased to have you here with us again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have a fun podcast today. We have our guests, Ashley Iconetti and Jared Haben in the studio today. And we're just going to talk all things relationships and they're getting married this summer. And oh so we're going to we're going to ask them all the adulting questions. I mean, when you really think of it, like when it's. When did it sink in for you, like Ashley and Jared are getting married? Like, it, it still, still doesn't for me. Mind. I totally agree <laughs> with you. It's so funny. I mean, it's the best thing ever, but I'm still like, wait, really? <laughs> yes. It's so I know. funny. I, I love it, though. They're so cute together. It makes perfect sense, but it'll be fun to have them here and just I think I'm going to grill them a little bit. We'll see. Who knows? I think you should. <laughs> Um, we wanted to let you guys know, too, that next week we are having a super important topic that we're covering. April is Autism Awareness Month, and April 2nd was World Autism Day. And we are going to have a mom on who has a child on the spectrum just to bring awareness and light to this topic. And we just think it's something that's definitely important to talk about and to be inclusive and to show that these children aren't that different. They just are a little, you know, it's like, I think this, the saying is different, not less. And I love that. And we're, we're going to cover that next week. So just to let you know, you can look forward to that. Absolutely. I'm really excited for this conversation to bring awareness because I feel like if you don't have a connection to autism, like if you're, you know, if you don't have a sibling or your brother or your friend isn't autistic, a lot of people just don't know a lot about it. Um, I'm one of those people included. So I'm really excited to learn about it. Yeah, for sure. And I just feel like, well, now that I'm having a boy, there's studies that say that there's more boys out there that, that are on the spectrum. And so that's something that I'm definitely more interested in learning about and just like the resources out there for parents and early detection and just getting children what they need is so important. And if this topic's not being talked about, then those things aren't being known. So absolutely. Yeah. So stay tuned, guys. To carry on, I do want to catch up with you, Carly. What's what's been new? Oh, gosh. I just feel like life, it never stops. It's just always crazy. Bella is the craziest. She never gets any less crazy. <laughs> she's just, she's just go, 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 which makes me go, 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 go. I don't know. It's so fun. She's getting to the point where like she now like plays with dolls and like interacts. Like she has like a castle and she'll like take a king and a princess and like have them like talk to each other. And you know, it's, just, oh my gosh, it's so cute. Like they're not really talking, but like interacting and. She'll put her little king in the car and drive him around and her princess is in the other hand. I'm like, this is so fun. It's just, you know, watching like your kid grow and learn and develop and do things that, like yeah. I didn't teach her that. Like she just does it. You know, it's just I don't know. It's we're I'm coming like there's special moments that are happening with Bella now that are just so different than than, you know, you know, the newborn sure. phase and then out of the newborn phase is that like. I don't know. They're learning, but they can't really do anything. And now she's doing things. And it's, I don't know. It's a beautiful thing to like. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, oh no, totally. I think, um, 
once they really hit that 12 month mark, there's so much more play that, yeah. that comes out of them and they're starting totally. to socially interact more and their, their creativity is starting to blossom. And so, like you said, she's playing in her own way. You're not even like, yeah. you're just letting her, you're just allowing her to be and she's right. expressing herself. There's so, it's so crazy how that starts to happen. And I really do think that 12 month mark, there's just so much that happens between 12 months and two years. You're, oh yeah. It's, it's really cool to watch. I am, um, but cause I know that Emmy loves um, drawing and painting. So I bought Bella yeah. some of those, um, colors that like, you know, they only color on, it's like a paintbrush, but it only paints on that piece of paper. And, yes. um, so you can't do it on the walls or whatever, but she just doesn't care yet. I was like, come on, care. And she just wants to eat it still. Like, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's I'm so like, funny day, because you're going to love this. <laughs> that's so funny because Emerson could wake up and paint and paint after lunch and paint before bed. Like she's obsessed with it. And if she sees them out and I haven't put them away, she'll start like freaking out because she noticed them. So she, I mean, it's, (laughs) it's so funny. It's just funny how they're just so different. I also feel like Bella just has no, she can't hold her attention on anything for a long period of time. So maybe because Emmy's older, like she can actually concentrate on something and like her attention stays there. And Bella's just like, she can be at something for like 30 seconds and she's gone. (laughs) That's it. Yeah, I do think they're different. They're definitely different in that way because Emerson is definitely she's a little bit more of a chill baby, I feel. So, so jealous. But we how are you? We had our first. Oh, my gosh. Um. So right now I'm 23 weeks. I can't believe this has flown by. It's gone so fast, and I'm getting. I'm glad you I feel that, so I know big. Pregnancy feels so like usually long, <laughs> but I'm glad you. Said well, the first trimester felt very long, and now okay. I feel like it's flying by. Like I literally feel like I was 16 weeks yesterday. I did. So too. I don't. I don't know where the time has gone, but Tanner and I were in Hawaii for my, when I was supposed to get my 20 week anatomy scan. So we're actually late and we're getting it done today. So I'm really excited because we haven't, we haven't had that full, like long ultrasound yet to see him. So we get to see him today and he'll be really big and we'll definitely know. Exciting. I know. We'll definitely know today if he actually really is a boy, oh, <laughs> even yeah. though the blood test said he is. I mean, if today we will see penis, it. Penis, then yes, he is a boy. But <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually looking forward to seeing hit the profile of his face. I hope we get to see it because oh. I have some really cool shots of Emerson's on her 20 week, and I want to see if they have similar faces. Or oh, cool. I don't know if you can, yeah, if they're gonna look alike, if they're not gonna look alike. Um, so I'm, I'm actually really curious about that. Oh my gosh. So am I. Now I can't wait for you to send me pictures right afterwards, which you must Yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> I, you know, I will. <laughs> yes. Actually, I, another piece of news that I have is my brother and his wife, Elizabeth just had their second yeah. baby a couple of days ago. Um, no. and their babies look totally different. Like really had. Yeah, Finn had no hair and he's super blonde and this baby has lots of hair and it's super brown. And they're I mean, their profile I guess looks a little bit similar, but he he Noah, the baby that they just had, looks so much like Zach. 
as a baby and Finn didn't look anything like Zach. He still really doesn't. But it's really funny because I I think Zach, the other day we were in, um we have a family group chat and I was like, oh my gosh, Noah looks so much like Zach. And he goes, yeah, this one's actually mine. <laughs> oh man. I was like, oh, that's funny. a funny gift. But yeah, they look so different. But what was funny was Elizabeth had this feeling. She goes, I have a feeling he's going to have a lot of hair and it's going to be dark hair. And she was totally right. That's so interesting. Um, they named him Noah. About that? Yes, Noah. Oh, it's so cute. Nice. So I like to joke. I like to joke just because we're having a boy now and I can't imagine him looking just like Emerson. I don't know. It's kind of so I like to tell Tanner all the time because Emmy was born with a ton of hair and it was all black. Oh, so, and I'm like, so just watch fun. this baby's going to be like bald, like super ah. like just zero hair. But I do have heartburn, so I don't know mm. if that means more hair this time still. But I'm like, watch, he's going to look, he's going to have brown eyes and zero hair and they're going to look so different. And I don't know if that's just me like wanting them to look different, but. And Emmy has such like, she has like tiny features, like she does. So I wonder, I mean, yeah, it's so weird that you just like, you just don't know till they come out. I mean, you could get the like, did you get one of those? Yeah, the 40, 40, 4D. Yeah, we did. We did. They're cool, though, but they are. I had a really bad. Actually, I had a really rude lady, (laughs) but I'm not going to share that story because I don't want to complain, but. It was really cool. And she did look like hers, actually. She did so look like her 40, Someone except all their lips look the bigger. And, oh. Someone yeah. shared one and then what their kid looked like when it came out. And it was like the same. I was like, that That's looks so exactly the same. That's so weird. Technology is crazy. I know. Science is cool. Science is so cool. Um, we should also talk to <laughs> Ashley and Jared about if they're having babies and when. Absolutely. I know Ashley, I know she wants kids. So we'll have to, we'll have to ask them. So I, I wanted to share a fun pregnancy fact that I read this weekend, Carly, because I'm Ooh. always reading weird things, as you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but talking about babies in the womb, this is actually really cool. Um, they have found that babies can cry in the womb. Stop it. Yeah, and that 40 ultrasounds have actually shown the breathing patterns of crying. And they say that babies actually aren't upset or anything. So you you don't have to worry about your baby. Like you did something wrong. Your baby's crying in the womb because you jumped up and down or something. I don't know. But they're just practicing crying. So when they come out, they can take that first breath and, and that they know how to cry and they know how to communicate with their mothers or, or dads. So I just think that's really cool. That's crazy. Yeah. So they can see those in the pool. Yeah. (laughs) Fun little fact of the day. That's so cool. They're just coming up with new things all the time that just blow my mind. Really? Yes, totally. I guess let's get Jared and Ashley on and get the scoop and get the dirt. Sounds good to me. And now it's time for our segment. Jade and Carly pay for Emmy and Bella's college education. Have the winter blues got you down? Well, guess what? They're coming to an end and it's finally time to get into that routine that empowers you to feel your healthiest. 
seriously, give yourself that extra boost this season, whether you're looking for more energy, better sleep to maintain stress, or just something that helps you feel your healthiest. Well, let me introduce you to Care of Vitamins, my favorite vitamin. They're so easy and convenient, and have just really added that routine that makes my day so much better. All you have to do is go on Care Of's fun online quiz. It asks you about your diet, health goals, lifestyle choices, and only takes about five minutes to find out your personal, scientifically backed recommendation for vitamins, protein powders, and more. And the online quiz is now new and improved to learn if you're getting enough protein, fiber, and good fats to determine if you benefit from Care Of's new natural protein powders. Taking care of your health should be easy and convenient. It can be really hard to know what vitamins or supplements you should be taking, but Care Of makes it easy to find out what you specifically need to be your healthiest. Care Of delivers daily vitamin and supplement packs along with protein and more, all customized to your favorite recommendations, so you're only taking what you really need. Your personalized Care Of subscription box gets sent right to your door every month with personalized daily packs, great for a busy on-the-go lifestyle, and even says your name on them. Care Of's delicious nutrient-packed quick stick powders can be added to your monthly delivery for an extra easy boost whenever you need it too. Experience the Care Of difference. For 50% off your first Care Of order, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter Mommy's 50. That's TakeCareOf.com and enter Mommy's 50 for 50% off your first order. We all need someone to talk to, a person who can support us through rough patches or even the everyday ups and downs of life. That's where Talkspace comes in. Talkspace is therapy for how we live today. It's mobile, it's available when you need it, and it's affordable. I personally love Talkspace and I'm a user myself. I am an advocate for therapy. I think anybody can benefit from it anytime in their life, no matter what's going on. Why I love Talkspace is because while I support mental health and, and therapy, I am terrible actually going to an appointment, whether I'm too busy, whether I'm afraid of getting in front of somebody and spilling my honest emotions. Talkspace lets me be anonymous and I have access to over 4,000 licensed therapists, so I know I can find one that meets my specific needs. Talkspace lets you know that no matter what you're going through, you're not alone. Join more than 1 million who feel happier with Talkspace. It's convenient and easy to use and affordable. One month of therapy on Talkspace costs about the same as a single face-to-face session. Best of all, you'll never have to wait a week to share what's on your mind. Again, just to let you guys know, Talkspace has more than 4,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing the challenges we all face. To match with your perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com. Make sure to enter the code MOMMIES to get $45 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's MOMMIES and Talkspace.com. Hey, Jane. Hey, Carly. Hey, uh, guess who's also here with us? We have... Ashley? <laughs> Ashley. Ashley and Jared. You know what's funny about that? Ashley and I were talking. When I reference you guys, I always say Evan and Carly, Tanner and Jade. When Ashley reference you guys, she always says Jade and Tanner, Carly and Evan. That's so weird, right? Oh, yeah. And I say I usually say Ashley and Jared. Yeah. Yep. I don't know what I'd say. You guys have to ask me this later. Now you're all self-conscious about Who's on about the podcast it? right now, Carly? 
Oh, oh crap. I, I think I would have said Jared and Ashley. Yeah. Oh. I would never say I was just Evan and Carly. Carly and Evan. Carly and Evan. Carly and Evan. Carly. Like, oh my God, Carly that just rolls off. Ashley yeah. and Jared. I never say Tanner and Jade. It's maybe always I, Jade and Tanner. Yeah, maybe I would say Ashley and Jared now that I think about it. But it's like when someone's like, do you say milk or milk? And you're like, I don't know. What do I say? Oh God, oh God, I don't know. Ask Same. me in later in a conversation what the white stuff is people drink from a cow. You know what I mean? I say milk. You Tan- do say, oh, you say Tanner milk. makes fun of it. He yeah. hates milk. it. Yeah, he's he, like he, an elk. Milk. He has a love for milk. I say milk. So. milk, milk, milk. How many glasses of milk does that man drink a day? He honestly drinks like a gallon of milk every two days. That's so and weird. You know when he drinks the most milk is when you guys are fortnighting. He drinks chocolate milk when he's playing. I hear him sipping on something. That's it. <laughs> so weird. That is Talk weird. about being a child. <laughs> playing video games. Drinking chocolate drinking milk chocolate and milk. playing video shooting games. people. He's like, I'm going to get you. <laughs> well, we gotta, <laughs> guys, we got to get those balloons. We got to get those potions. Open up those Wait, chests. Wait, can we talk about now. what happened oh, last week? I don't know anything uh, about this game. So Fortnite, long story short, Fortnite is a game that it's just, a, it's like a cartoon version of Call of Duty. And okay. It's, it's animated. There's like balloons that you have to get. Very childish things. So anyway, <laughs> Ashley is becoming increasingly frustrated that I'm playing more with Tanner and JJ. They've got me hooked now. Oh, God. Oh, no. Because it used to be HGTV at nights. Oh, no. Now at 10, 1030, I go in the other room and start playing. So she got so mad one time she walked into the room and I had my headsets on. She's like, what are you guys saying those stupid things anyway? Literally, as she's ah. saying that, JJ in my ear goes... All right, boys, just got some balloons. Does anybody need a potion? I think I saw a guy gliding in. I was like, Ashley, trust me, you don't want to know what we're saying right now. We just found the potion. Yeah, just found a potion. Does anybody need balloons? (laughs) Oh, my gosh, it's so weird. It's like Video games are weird. They're so weird, and it's like this thing now with, I guess we can all, like, relate to each other, but JJ's fiance now. I I blame JJ for all this. Me too. I always blame JJ for all like boyish things. I'm going to start blaming him for all my problems too. (laughs) (laughs) But like all of our guys now are up. How late do you stay up, Jared, and play? Yesterday was late. It was one when he went to bed. Usually it's about midnight. Yeah. Oh, that's not as bad sometimes. Tanner... It's sometimes like 2 a.m. and JJ is like 3 or 4. Stop. I mean, JJ is the one that has like a classic 9 to 5. So that's why I'm like, how are you of all people staying up till 4? Yeah. He'll never grow up. <laughs> he's like Peter Pan. Yeah. He really is. He's he's the Peter Pan of Bachelor Nation. Um, there might be a lot of those. but Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I feel like there are multiple. Yeah. I could name approximately 200. No, I'm just kidding. But I, I apologize, Ashley, for oh, it's okay. my husband sucking... Jared and Jesus. Sucking like his chocolate milk. Oh, and I got sucked right in. I told you what happened, though. Like, he told Tanner that I was getting annoyed with him doing it every single night at a certain time. Then Tanner was like, oh, well, is it because she's not in bed yet? Like, is she still awake? And then he was like, I don't play until Jade's in bed pretty much. And then Jared was like, oh. And then he took like a couple (laughs) days break to hang out with me. It's tough, though, because I the only reason I play is because I play with Tanner and JJ. If it wasn't for them, I wouldn't play. Yeah. And the problem is they play at 10, you know, and you're always doing stuff till like, all of a sudden, 9, 930. I'm and then you're like, okay, Jared, let's nine. hang out. And then I'm like, okay, let's hang out for two hours. Yeah. I'm like, you guys well, stay actually. up till like, 11 usually? Yeah. Well, before this video gaming happened? Yeah, yeah. I'd say by bedtime. I, like, try to, like, get ready for bed between, like, 11 and 1130 and, like, be uh, in bed by 12. So late. I know. Do you guys go to bed? Oh, like things. Nine. Um, yeah. Nine, nine, well, 9.30, 10. Yeah. Jade, I feel like you pass out at 6.30. I, some Maybe days no. I wish I did do. Yeah. 
No, because Emmy goes to bed. I go to bed. It's seven. Emmy goes to bed seven, seven thirty. Well, it's different. You guys don't have a regular sleep routine. I feel you have to wake up. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. So I wake up and Emmy wakes up, and guess who sleeps in? Danner, <laughs> chocolate milk sipper. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a milk hangover. You know, know. he's got to sleep that off. <laughs> So nice. my mom would always try to like keep us up late so that she could sleep late. Yeah. Does that work for you guys? Uh, so it's just, sometimes. It just uh, depends. I mean, maybe when like you're a little bit older, mm-hmm. and some babies do. Like some, like with some families and some women, like it just works better for their baby to go to sleep at nine or ten. Mm-hmm. But if I do that with Emmy, she maybe will sleep in, but then she's like grouchy during the day. It's just, yeah. She yeah. gets tired by, she's ready to go to bed at seven. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's like hard to keep a kid awake because you don't want to be around them because they're grouchy. Mm. You know, yeah. like if you know that their bedtime's at seven, you're trying to keep them up to like nine. Like those are not a fun yeah. two hours. And I like, I do like from seven till nine or 10, like Tanner and I do have like adult, yeah. not having to worry about a child time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Really and is. then he plays games and then when he, she goes to bed. Yep. <laughs> they have adult time together. That's when together. the real fun they begins. Have, they have a nice little adult time together. I we think have so much adult time together. <laughs> Tell us about your adult time. <laughs> <laughs> what does our adult time consist of? What do we do? We watch TV. Yeah, That's what we do. Yeah, we watch a lot of TV. We never go out, really. Oh, heck no. Oh. No, we were, we have to, I, actually, there was like a span of two months like where we didn't sit down to dinner. Like, we didn't go to dinner for like two months. Yeah. But then we went like four straight weeks in a row. So we're just always traveling. So the last thing we yeah. want to do when we have days off is go out, especially in L.A., where if you, hey, we want to go to a restaurant a mile down the road, it's going to take three and a half hours to get there, <laughs> but it's going to be totally worth it. Well, we also just work together all day long. Like we're just together all day long. So it's not like we can like sit down at dinner and then catch up on what we did. It's like we just did it, experienced it together. <laughs> totally. Yeah, and, that's and true. Jade, you can relate to this too, the idea of working with your husband. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Evan's home a lot now too, right? He travels, but. Yeah, he, but he still is like, con- he's on the phone all day, every day and has like meetings oh, still so it's during the day. Yeah. And he goes to the gym every day now. Becca M. this week said that she wouldn't consider it painful or suffering. She she just said it wasn't suffering, giving birth. It, I mean, it's like different for everybody, definitely. But like, I I knew it was going to be painful, but I, and I have a high tolerance for pain and I found it still like pretty intense. But that's also because I was- <laughs> Carly is There's like, just no freaking way I could do it. No, I, there's no way. Well, I think it was also because Emmy was four weeks early and I was really scared because mm-hmm. I was worried that she was going to come out with something wrong. Mm-hmm. And so I think the fear definitely like heightened the pain. Mm-hmm. It's still the coolest feeling. It's still, even though it's pain, it's, the, it's the, I mean, I want to do it again. That's how, that's how- I don't even know how to describe it, but I'm looking forward to it. Does it feel like a gigantic <laughs> poop? Man. Um, it, it feels like maybe you're trying to poop a bowling ball. Well, no, I mean like oh. after it's released and you know how you feel good, you're like, ooh, I'm light now. Yeah. Did you feel like, ooh, I'm light now when the um, baby came out? Well, because when the baby comes out, uh, your body releases oxytocin, which is the same hormone that gets released when you have an orgasm. Mm-hmm. And so it's like euphoric afterwards because you're, you went through all this work and you've been dreaming about what your child's going to look like and you finally get to hold them. So it's it's such a cool feeling that you forget the pain in that moment. Mm-hmm. But then once when all that like goes away and you're sitting there in the hospital bed and then the pain comes back. Yeah. What do you mean the pain comes back? Because your you your vagina just went to the size of a donut. <laughs> 
<laughs> Jared's gonna pass out. I think he, you know, so he's not gonna look because Jared has There's almost no way fainted. I can look. He's almost fainted twice. Two reasons. Not you're almost. Not look. I fainted twice. He fainted twice in a movie. One during um, the Ben Affleck movie, uh, Gone Girl, when I she's like during stabbing Gone herself with oh. the bottle. Oh gosh. Oh, up there. I'm and then, so disappointed in myself. There was an alien birthing scene in another movie where Prometheus. he also passed out. You guys, the ambulance had to, they had to they had to stop the movie and turn the lights on. Well, what? Ha- oh God, here we go. Oh, Jared, what it's the best story. What happened? I went to a movie with some of my friends. We went to go see Prometheus. I'm fine with gore. I love horror movies. And there is a scene where she's giving birth to like this alien baby in the yeah. C-section. It's very graphic. I've seen it. Yeah. So anyway, I was fine during that scene, but afterwards she's running around screaming in pain and it just got to me and I started, I was sitting in the theater, I was getting hot, I, know. I was getting sweaty, I was getting nauseous and I'm like, what the hell is going on? I thought I was going to throw up. So I was like, all right, I got I to gotta get out of the theater. I get up, I start losing my balance and I'm like, what is happening? So then I start tripping over my friends and they think that I'm joking around. They're like, oh, okay, oh, he's fake tripping, ha I start waddling down the stairs and then I got to the last stair and then it just went black and oh. went boom. In the Stop. middle of the theater. You know what the funniest thing though? One of my buddies was watching and apparently as soon as I face planted on the ground, some guy was like, you all right, bro? As I'm like <laughs> drooling, lying on the floor. And so, of course, they had to put the lights on. The movie was oh 20 minutes gosh. before it ended. And so they, they wouldn't let me move because they were like, you can't move until the paramedics get here just in case. Oh, my goodness. So I goodness. Had to sit in the theater, just literally, everybody's staring at me. Movie <laughs> pause, lights on. And then finally, they let me leave the theater. And then they took me to the ambulance. And it was the Vagus vein. You know, apparently when that gets irritated, it stops sending blood from <sighs> the... Uh, brain to the stomach. Oh my god! And it just makes you pass out. But oh my so gosh. that ha- so fast forward like three <laughs> years later, Gone Girl comes out. I'm watching the movie with a buddy of mine, and we're sitting there, and that scene comes up where she's shoving the champagne glass, mm-hmm. the bottle, gosh. like Ugh. bruising herself. Oh, so gross! And then so I I could it was bothering me, but I was fine. Fast forward like five minutes, all of a sudden I start getting hot again. Oh I start God. getting sweaty, and now I know what's happening. I'm self aware, <laughs> so I start like going out, and I turn to my buddy. I swear to God, I turn to my buddy. I have my glasses on. I don't know why I took my glasses off, but I turned to him. I was like, I'm gonna pass it out, bro. And, and then, then he, he does. He, he slumps on his dude. shoulder. And then he was like, and my buddy was like, Yeah, me too, man. And then I'm like, no, really, I'm going to pass out. And I went like this, like my arms, like uh, closing in on your chest, you know? And then he was like, Jared, Jared. And then he was just squeezing my leg. And then I came to like 10 seconds later and I knew what was going on, which is why I didn't get up. I was like, I'm just going to pass out in my chair for like 10 seconds. I don't want I'll be fine. Oh, unbelievable. I can't so, believe it. Uh, this so, is, this is why men don't have babies. Yeah, exactly why. Plus, not only are you too squeamish for that, I really don't think Jared could get over the sight of my vagina like that. Well, Tanner it's looked, not, right? Tanner was eating the egg sight. McMuffin. Oh. He, yeah, well, that was during the lab- that was during just contractions. He was eating the egg McMuffin. <laughs> I wanted to murder him. Um, <laughs> it was horrible. But no, when I was actually pushing, I mean, he was down there. But my yeah. my midwife was very like um, husband or like father of the baby forward. Like she was like, you will be a part of this. What's your uh-huh. what's a midwife? So I had a midwife deliver instead of a doctor. What's the difference? Um, she was just. It's just, it's different in like they don't have as much like medical schooling, but she's still trained and like it's more of like they don't they aren't medically trained to have to perform surgeries. 
So she would never be able to like perform a surgery if I needed a C-section. I would need a doctor for that. But she can, she is medically trained to deliver babies. And you can, with a midwife, you can do a lot of like unmedicated, unintervention or non-intervention births. Mm -hmm. And so I, a lot of doctors won't let you like walk around when you're laboring or deliver in certain positions and a midwife will pretty much let you. Now, why won't a doctor allow that? Because they're trying to just... Get you in and get you out? Yes. Yeah. Essentially. Let's get this ball rolling. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. But my midwife made Tanner go down in my business (laughs) and he was there. And when the baby was starting to like almost crown, she was like... You can stick your fingers in there. Oh my God, dude! If a did if he do you it? Never, oh yeah, you, I can't believe Tanner did it. You would never be able to handle that. Like you would never. No. I don't think he'd ever do anything. Yeah, I don't think you'd so, ever. No, you'd like have years. I think you'd have flashbacks. I think it would be so horrifying for you. I think it'd be like a molestation. I don't, think so. I I think, don't know. I think that we're just gonna have to have this conversation after because yeah. you might yeah. uh, you might feel are you, so different. Are when you it's open? Like, how is Evan? Evan had already done it with somebody yeah, he else. Look, he looks, though. Yeah, he, he didn't want to look, but then he couldn't not look. Yeah. But he shouldn't have looked. I had, like, hemorrhoids for days. But he, sh- he probably shouldn't have looked because now he maybe was a little traumatized. But um, I thought he said they were cute. He's being really nice. <laughs> uh, they were not cute. Like, when they say, oh, the baby's head's coming, like, yeah. he, he had look? yeah he had to look. You know? Would you not? Are you not going to look? I don't know. Uh, my my gut says no because of my past experiences. I think Having you're gonna said look, that in the moment. The idea the of birthing, hit the actually birthing the our child. That. Yeah, that's your baby. I don't know if I will because I'm curious how I'm gonna look at it. Whether I'm gonna look at it at a, as a grotesque thing or if I'm gonna look at it in the moment as this beautiful thing of our child being born. And I I don't I don't think I'll ever be able to predict how I'm gonna feel in that moment. I yeah, think I agree. For Tanner, he probably would have been grossed out at the thought, but then during the moment, he was not at all. He said. No. He was, and not like he was like, this is the miracle of life. Like, I'm so, you know, like, it's beautiful. But he was very just unfazed, which is actually, I'm pretty impressed with him about that. But he caught Emerson and he cut the umbilical cord. And so he was actually the very first person to hold her. So I don't know. I think You cut the umbilical cord, but... It's also yeah. like the guy's first time to interact with their baby. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, we interact all the time because it's in us. But like, mm-hmm. it's, when it comes into the world, like, yeah, normally the partner like does something usually. So, I don't know. being moms, do you feel that there's just this unknown, undescribable connection, undescribable connection between you and your child? Yes. I think it I think it varies. Like I think each person's different, but yeah, I do. Cuz the it's reason just... I ask is because I feel like my mother has an intuition about me that there's not another single person in this on this mm-hmm. world that could ever no, you know, there's just mm-hmm. there. I, I truly believe in mother's intuition. Like even Ashley, the love of my life, knows me better than anybody, but she doesn't know me half as well as my mom does because there is just something about her that knows me and, and knows how to handle me. And it's it's a it's a cool thing to have. And so I'm curious, as your perspective, like you with your child, is there just like something that even yeah. Tanner and Evan can't. You, it's just not the same. Not to say it's anything worse, but it's just different. Yeah, I feel like there's times where Emerson needs something and she's upset and Tanner doesn't know. And I'm like, Tanner, she needs this. Like, how right. do you not know? Like, I can read her in ways right. that he probably can't. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's mother's intuition or if that's just I've spent a lot of my, like, I know, part of her, her whole life with her pretty right. much. And he hasn't had as much of that time. But it maybe it's a, a mom thing, a woman thing. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I feel like um, it's also different because they're like babies right now. 
So right. we have like the knowledge of this year, year and a half, which is yeah. very different than your mom's knowledge of you because you're old. I mean, you're not old, <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? Now. I will say as a mother, I think, because we constantly worry about our kids. Like All we're time. always yeah. worried about what's happening next, what what happened yesterday or, right. or whatever. And we're always just constantly worried about the safety of our children. Right. And I don't think that ever goes away. So your mom probably, you don't even yeah. know, your mom's thinking of you. No, yeah. I, yeah. I, I completely agree. Even in times where I'm uh, sad or something's bothering me, there'll just be times where she'll call. Like, I just wanted to call, say hi. Just wanted to. Like, and it's like it's just the timing of things and certain. I love that. Yeah. So sweet. Yeah. She just she just knows me. She knows me better than anybody. And so it's very exciting for you guys to see your, you know, Bella and and uh, Emmy grow up. I'm also. What yeah. that connection. Turns You're into. making my mommy heart. Like, I know. And I also <laughs> like I'm, I'm so excited for you to experience. I know I said this to you the, the other day, but the love between a mother and a son as opposed to a mother and a daughter and to see the differences in that. I know, which I can't even fathom right now. Like, because I love Emerson so much. I know. It almost weirds me out. I'm like, I don't know what to do with a boy or how I'm going to love a boy. But I know once he's here, it's going to be completely different. Right. But do you guys know, have you guys had baby talks? Yeah. Well, I think that, well, we're going to start trying it probably in like a, a year from now. Exactly. Because I'll be 32 with my 32nd birthday, which is like, but this is my question for you guys. So like for me, it's like, I want kids. But like that whole experience and even my life after and how it's going to change brings me like a lot of stress and like even dread where I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle this stress. Like I really don't know. And I'm like, how annoyed am I going to be with like my body changing, not feeling good all the time. But then like afterward, just like having to wake up in the middle of the night and just everything because like, yeah. I know it sounds so dumb. But, like, us with our dog, like, I'm always frustrated with her. Like, we are always like, shut the hell up. Stop barking. Stop peeing. Stop waking us up. And I'm like, am I going to feel different with the kid? Yes. Like, I need to know how you guys feel different with the kid. Um, You do and you don't, though, because, yeah, Emerson's been sick and she's been so high needs lately. And yesterday I just looked at her and I was like, can you cut me a break? You know, like you definitely there's there's times where you lose your patience. You yeah, know? how can, how can and you not? Obviously, yeah, she human. doesn't know what I'm talking about, but I'm like, I'm losing my mind today. Yeah, I you know, mean, like, like I need a, I need you to cut me a break. I know that's very true, but there's also like like Jade and I both had dogs before we had children, just like <laughs> you guys do. You know, and like yeah, you have so much love for your dog, and that is your baby until you have oh, a yeah. baby. But then like, I don't know. There's a difference between like your baby looking at you and needing something and your dog looking at you and needing something. I feel something. like that's what I want to know. Yeah. But that's something there, you just oh, do not gosh. feel until it comes. Yes. That is, okay, that is way different. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I love, I obviously love Pippa and Finn and Pippa is, she's my OG baby. Yeah. But the way I love Emerson is completely mm -hmm. just, I mean, it's, it's a hundred levels up. Well, I would hope yeah. so. It's, and it's, <laughs> it's boundless. But until it, you have it, a baby, you don't you know. Just you just don't can, understand it. That's what I want to know. You know you can love something more than you love your dog because yeah. your dog is your baby. Yeah. You yeah. will have a baby and you will probably cry from some from how overwhelming the Actually, love we'll is. The, yeah. lo the love is so <laughs> powerful. It's, that you, it's like, yeah. it's overwhelming. You cry. But that is something <laughs> that you truly do not feel and cannot comprehend until you have it in your arms. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I mean, okay. So, like, it is... You know, you get pregnant and you don't sleep as well. You're not going to probably sleep for the end of it. And then, you know, <laughs> you have a baby and you don't sleep for a long time. But like the first 
six months is really hard. In the mm-hmm. year it gets better, but you, it's almost like being a mom is just being a boss and you just, you can exist in the mom world and still like, I don't know, you can still thrive on no sleep and you can still, I mean, it's going to be a different level, but you can still do it because it's for your child. Yeah. And like your kid gets up in the middle of the night and looks at you and you're, yeah, you might be tired and frustrated, but like, Somehow you do it. But somehow you do it and yeah. it's still like the act of like, you know, either breastfeeding or feeding your baby a bottle. You still have this beautiful bonding moment in that, you know, 5, 10, 15 minutes and then you put them back down. They go to sleep for a while, hopefully. And and like you're always going to remember those times. Mm-hmm. You know, your mom probably still thinks about those times with you, Jared, where she like mm-hmm. woke oh. up in the middle of the night and, and bonded with you that way. And like, even though you're tired, you... You still see You're the beauty angry. in that. Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't think you I can get angry. I get frustrated. <laughs> but, I don't know if I've ever actually gotten angry at Emerson yet. But. Yeah, it's it's sometimes it's frustrating. It's even when they yeah, when you can't figure out like why they're crying. Yeah. That's very frustrating. Yeah. Because and it's not because they're like whining at you, it's because you're you feel like you're not doing your yeah. job. So it's almost like sometimes I would get frustrated with myself because I feel like I couldn't be doing enough. Yeah, like you, because you're figuring it out as you go. Right. So you were just feeling like you were failing. Yeah, or, I guess yeah. so. Yeah, but I, I think don't that's know. so normal. Okay. Yeah, you just want you just you won't know until you know, but yeah. it's just gonna be the best thing ever. I think that's what's so weird is like and just not being able to know this feeling that's going to happen. But yeah, yeah, like if people say it's gonna happen, but you're like, I can't even imagine well, what that's like. I'll put something into perspective for you, Ashley, because I know you think of me as like Mother super, Earth. Yeah, yeah, Mother Earth and super nurturing. Before I met Tanner, I didn't even know if I wanted to get married or even have kids. No, I remember you not wanting to get married, but not you didn't know if you wanted to have kids. I was afraid that I didn't have the nurture gene, actually. But you have the ultimate nurture yeah, gene. Does. Like, remember yeah. when you were you wanted to get pregnant and you were like, I want to nurture something. I'll always remember like being yeah. in St. Lucia and hearing you say, like, I want to nurture something. It was just, I mean, I think it was had a lot to do with my parents' divorce because my parents divorced when I was 25. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yeah, my, yeah, it was kind of this weird thing I was going through, but I had cousins who had plenty of children that I had gone and seen in the hospital and I was terrified of holding their kids. It's like, I'm going to break the baby. I don't know how to yeah. hold it. I don't have this gene. And I, for a long time thought, I don't know. I don't know if I want kids and, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I want to get married and I was going to live like a very different unconventional life. And then I, I met Tanner, but and the minute I met Tanner, I was like, I want to have babies. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like I want to have, have your babies. Yeah, I want to have your babies. But I'm afraid the kid's going to like Jared more than me. Well, don't be concerned about that. Because he's such a good baby no. guy. Like when I'm with Emmy, like I get nervous because I don't want to break her. And I don't want her to cry with me because I feel like I'm like, oh, no, like that, that'll that say that babies don't like me. She yeah. cries with me. But then that like Jared's like anything. so uninhibited. The first, the first six months, all your baby's going to want is you. Yep. They're going to look at you and you oh, are. that's good. You are literally <laughs> their, oh don't get their whole world. You're the whole world. Yeah, yeah. Think about who they, they, the very first thing they hear is your heartbeat. Yeah. How cool is that? Mm-hmm. It's really cool. And honestly, like Jay and I were just talking about this, like Emmy and Bella still just want us. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Jared's <laughs> like, wait a second. Like, no, well, I feel I bad, but it's like, it is. They've been with you. You're yeah. the, you're the soother. Right. You know, mm-hmm. like when they, when Emmy falls down, she, I mean, Tanner can pick her up, but she wants me. And I'm assuming right. that you guys, not to say Tanner uh, and Evan don't do their part, but I'm assuming that you guys just are there more. 
Yeah. Right. You're probably spending more time with Bella. Absolutely. You're changing more diapers. You're, right. you're taking care of her more. Yeah. Right. Um, so I'm sure that has a big factor. But you take oh, care yeah. of totally. the dogs more. So then I get scared that I'm going to relay things but to you. I also <laughs> think once we have a kid, you are going to want to do more. Right. I okay. would only well, imagine. I hope so. And if you don't, then you'll just be a terrible mother. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, if you don't either, I feel like that's very normal, too. Yeah, it is I, normal. There are women out there who have children who don't maybe aren't as, like, nurturing as, like, society is supposed to make them, but it doesn't make them bad moms. But I'm, like, nurturing to Jared. Like, I'm so nurturing, but then I'm just scared because I keep comparing it to the dogs and how, like, he wants to play with the dogs and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I don't want the responsibility. I just want, like, the snuggles. Yeah. Uh, I, that will most certainly change. I, I, change. I completely agree with you Also, guys. super scared of postpartum because I think I'm yeah. very um, prone to it. Oh, like p- postpartum depression? Yeah, yeah whoops. Postpartum yeah. just means after yeah. baby. Postpartum depression. Oh, that's good. Um, again, you won't know until you know. You guys didn't have any of that? I had postpartum anxiety. Is there a difference? Yes. Yeah. If you, like, look up um, the symptoms, you can see, like, what they'll say, like, there's baby blues and what's normal. And I definitely had baby blues. Okay. And they'll say, like, if you feel sad about something or if you cry for no reason or if you feel isolated or alone, like, all those are normal feelings. But then it's, like, ones that are a little bit more harmful, then you start going towards, you, you know, like, I don't want to touch my baby and I leave my baby alone for a couple hours. when and you know, and, you know, like, more, like, neglect maybe. Are things which are totally normal too. Like so many women go through postpartum depression, and there's also postpartum psychosis, which I don't know if you guys saw the movie Tully, but she goes through postpartum totally. psychosis. Oh no, no, with Charlie Theron. Oh, I didn't see. But I had postpartum anxiety, which just made me feel like I actually my anxiety like manifested in a way where I felt like there was so much to do that I didn't want to do any of it. Okay. So, uh, is that why you guys get postpartum or any parent does? Because there's just so much Chemical that is change. relying it's on so, you. Well, yeah. it, it's, well, it's hormonal, I think, more than anything. Uh, but definitely, I mean, the feelings you go through after you have a baby, there's, it's just a roller coaster. You're feeling, it's, you feel like the highs of the highs, but you're also feeling like these very like lows of lows sometimes. And yeah. it's, but it's, because you just have no idea what you're doing. Right. You know, like... And you're still... Your body's still trying to heal. Yeah. And yet you're still trying to take care of something else that needs you to be up and around all the time and things still hurt and your body's still different and somebody needs you, yeah, all the time. Yeah, it makes me question sometimes why I want kids because I was... What? Well, I... (laughs) Before we started dating i was in the yeah he used to say that all the time before we started dating he was like if i have kids one day and i was like jared even like not as his like girlfriend fiance whatever i was like why would you even say that that's like you're a dad like you're the ultimate there were dad. a lot of times where i questioned whether i want kids or not because how many times you hear from other parents how it changes your life and it brings you so much more strength and anxiety and your entire life is now surrounded by your kid it's not about you anymore and 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 it's just you're also bringing a kid into a world right now that you know it's it's a far scarier time than it's ever been, and so questions like should I even do that? Is it responsible of me as a human being to like bring someone like that into the world? And so all these things go, go through your head. And of course, before I started, before we started dating, it's like well I have to meet the right woman first because I don't want to just have kids just to have kids. I want to have kids with somebody else as a team. And so all these things were going through my head. 
Um, and so sometimes I kind of try to step back and question like, why, why do I want kids? What is it specifically that makes me go, I want to raise a child? And I, I, I think it, I'm not sure if it has an answer until you have a kid. I think you need family. I think it also, because I understand totally where you're coming from with that. I think it's also because there's hope. I mean, there's a future of ge- another generation that can maybe change the world mm-hmm. or, you know, like if you don't have anything to live for because if you only look at all the terrifying things, then what are you living for? Mm-hmm. And I feel like mm-hmm. children bring that into the world and into your life and your purpose, you know? And life does change. Life changes like crazy. Yeah. Like Tanner and, and I, we talk about all the time, like, do you remember when we used to do this and we can't anymore, you know? And sometimes you learn how, sometimes it's a little scary and then you end up being like, you know what? We're going to go away for the weekend and we're going to do something for ourselves and the baby's going to be fine. And you mm-hmm. learn that that's okay too. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It, it totally changes, but it's just worth all of the changes. Yeah. It's because you just love your kids so much. Yeah. But it's, and I guess as a kid, because the only thing I know from experience of parenthood is being a child and seeing what my parents went through and seeing what I put them through. But like and that's it, so Did I you have that so interesting that he thinks like that? I feel like Jared always thinks about like the trouble he's causing people. I'm like, <laughs> why do you do that? Well, because I know I like <laughs> that's I, very I, I, I don't understand reflective for a child. <laughs> well, no, not as a child, as an adult now looking back upon my I childhood. I still and, never look back on my childhood and think, oh man, I put my parents through so much. I'm I like, mean, no, I, they're obsessed with me. Like I remember, really cool. I, remember in, <laughs> so. I remember in sixth grade I told my mom I hated her. Well, I know. Oh, I told my mom that a lot. But like it's unbelievable. Has now you guys are parents and you see it from a different viewpoint, like this unconditional love that no matter what your child does, I mean, it's the old cl- uh, cliche of like, you could kill someone, I'm still going to love you. Yeah. And it's unbelievable do when you really all. don't do that. But it's unbelievable <laughs> when you really think about like all the trouble and, and stress that your kid puts you through. And yet there's just no matter what happens, you're always going to be there for them. Because you always want the best for them. I know, but I guess from an outsider, I'm like, do I have that capability? Yes. it's in, <laughs> Yeah, it's in there. You guys, I'm excited for you because you're going to experience this all someday. And it's 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 and unlike anything else. Answers. And you're going to feel everything. I mean, I you're going to feel the heartache, too. I'm t- fully prepared when Emerson turns 13 and she hates me for the heartbreak. I'm yeah. prepared for it. Like, she's I know. Gonna, Daddy, I love you. She, Hi, Mom, I hate you. Oh, no, she might hate us both. I don't know. Well, she's going to love I Evan. was I so mean to it. my parents when I was, was like 16, 17. See, that's what's so weird. Laura and I have been talking about a lot. Between, we did podcasts earlier today, and we went to dinner with Naz last night, and we've been talking for like the past 24 hours about like how I was the easiest kid ever. Like, when, when my mom chaperoned field trips, I sat with her on the bus and I never thought twice. People would be like, oh my God. Like the moms would be like, that's so nice that your daughter sits with you. And I'd be like, I wouldn't, what, would you think that I'm going to go sit back there with kids? I'm like, no, I'm going to sit with my mom. Like I love my mom the most. I was so easy. That's I ne- really cute. I it's never went through that angsty, rebellious phase. I never said those kinds of things to my parents, but my, si- you know, my sister gave them <laughs> all that I did it, you know, times two. <laughs> so I think Lauren thinks like, holy shit, I put you guys through a lot, a lot of worry, a lot of when she was in her drug phase and like wouldn't answer phone calls for like six hours. Well, I didn't put and my they parents thought, that. They thought, you know, she died in New York City. But with me, the only thing that I feel bad about is how expensive I was because I was the most like, I'd want that, I want that, I want you, I need the first row at the concert. But that's like all I would ever require was money. <laughs> um, well, there we go. Carly, I was going to ask you, is Evan, because you said that you think Bella's going to love him oh, yeah. more than you, is is Evan not a disciplinary? 
Oh, uh, no. He, well, he wants to be everybody's friend. So uh-huh. he does discipline, but, um, <clears throat> but he, no, he's not going to discipline Bella. There's no way. I mean, I'm going to buy her more things, but That's fair. he like, yeah, he, he can't, he's, there's no way. My dad says that, that still to this day has never said no to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe that. <laughs> oh, God, poor Jay. Yeah. Uh, I, I love, love your dad, dad though. Oh, thank you. I'm both your parents. Thank yeah. you. You guys are very sweet. Yeah. Good parents. Um, but yeah, Jared will definitely be the disciplinarian here. Really? Yeah. Oh, totally. Because even I notice it with Lois, our dog, because um, I discipline her more. Not to say you don't, Ashley, but I think I'm just a little bit more active in it, making sure, like, if she's barking, I'm going to go up to her instead of just yelling at her. And so I've noticed a, a, a difference in her uh, uh, in her what, temperament. Is that the right mm-hmm. word I'm looking for? Yeah, yeah. Toward, toward Towards me. Yeah. Where we're still lovey, but, like, there are times where, like, I can tell she's- She's the alpha. She, yeah, she just is, like- She's not scared because this dog is not scared of anything. It's so frustrating. You'll yell at her and she'll start wagging her tail. And I'm like, I'm no, you, do, you don't wag your tail. This is not playtime. That's, not, that's what Bella does. I was going to say, that yeah. sounds like Bella. Bella wags her tail. Yeah. And so then it comes yeah. to a point where like, I don't know what else to do because but now I'm, I'm trying to discipline you. So anyway, point it doesn't is, change with children. But the, uh, the reason I agree with the reason I was bringing it back to the point, because I feel like with our kid. I'm curious to see how it's going to unfold because I think I'll, um, I think I'll be more of the disciplinary. So I'm curious yeah. if she's going to like rebel against me a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, but I will. Or I he. know where I'll be like the sterner one, and that's going to be with like school and stuff. Totally. Are yeah. you sure when your daughter looks you in the eyes? Well, oh it, my god, if it's a yeah, if it's a daughter, uh, yeah. <laughs> if it's a son, I got no issues. You know, like trying to teach him up right. But with a daughter, yeah. Yeah. Daddy, I just want to stay out tonight with my friends. Everyone's going. Ashley, just let her go. (laughs) And I'm going to be like, yes, you put the chip in her. I want to chip my child. That's a whole other other podcast. I think we've talked about this before, actually, because as terrible as I think it sounds, it's also not terrible. No. But you can take I, it out I have it, differing feelings about it too. I, Jared yeah, is okay too. with it as far as tracking goes. He just thinks that the government is going to tap into. No, her. I don't think that. But <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's escalation, right? It, it makes me nervous about the future. Is that like now? It's like first we started chipping our pets, and now Robots, we're chipping man. humans. And it's yeah, like what's the next it. step after that? I've seen too many Black Mirror episodes to this, <laughs> yeah, just like have it. somebody like I'm just going to put this in the back of their neck. They're gonna we're not going to have any control over it right. though. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, before we go guys though I do want to talk about because this is a mommy podcast and about babies and children you guys wrote a children's book and I want to talk about that real quick all right well um Jared and I were just talking about when we first came out as a couple people were like you should write your love story like as like a novel or like a autobiography and I was like I mean, we already told you guys everything you needed to see, you know, like with the story of us, it was 45 minutes, you know? <laughs> I mean, like, you really need more details than that. There's really not much more to tell. I think people just saw it as a romance novel. Yeah. And I was like, but then you guys saw some of it on TV. It's like, you know, you kind of already saw it. So then we thought, well, there's a lesson in it. And that's like the, what great things can happen when you exit your comfort zone and face your fears and just like, oh, okay, I'm going to like stop being so comfy and like actually like make moves in my life. And then we created Lucy and Clark based on our two dogs. And um, well, her still- dog, family dog, growing up was Lucy, who passed away back in 2016. Right. And then my dog uh, got back in 2011. Uh, is Clark, who's still in Rhode Island, lives with my parents. He didn't make the move out here with LA. 
Um, because he likes his comfort zone. He does. He <laughs> Jared and Clark zone. are so similar, like as human beings. Like, don't rip them out. Like, let them stay cozy. And I can tell, even sometimes my mood out here in Los Angeles, I'll quickly go down a spiral. And a lot of it is because I'm unable to do the things that I'm I'm accustomed to doing. Yeah. You know, it's 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 really dumb when I verbalize it, but just no, it's not dumb. But like taking a drive down, you know, without traffic in like. And, or like even, I'm not even joking. Like this where the is, car actually moves. Yeah, the car yeah. moves. Or like, <laughs> it, it just like doing things that I'm comfortable doing. That he brings loves me parking lots. Like he just wants to run errands and like swing yeah. into a, a spot. Dude, but there'd yep. be so many times where I would just back home. I would just drive to the mall and walk around and never buy anything. But for some reason, it just brought me comfort. And I don't know why. <laughs> it's so stupid when I say it. But anyway, um, and so, but the whole book is the idea of like Clark um, really having to exit his comfort zone if he wants to try to make friends specifically with with Lucy uh, because he doesn't like going to the dog park. There's so many dogs. It's it's chaotic and commotion. So we really wanted to um, have the kid at the playground that is doesn't have any friends is in the corner playing by himself because he's just too scared to say hi to anybody. We really wanted uh, for a kid like that to read this book and hopefully feel a little bit easier about trying to make friends and, and, and being willing to overcome those fears. Cause that way it is a fear, um, to put yourself out there and, um, yeah. Yeah. And so it's called Lucy and Clark, a story of puppy love, and you can get it at Lucy Uh, usually it's for ages three to eight. We're, we're yeah. kind of promoting it as, but it's really good feedback. A lot of like moms have been DMing us and talking about like yeah. how, it's really like helped their kid during recess or lunch oh, or something. So I know. Yeah. It's really we had nice. somebody messages saying that uh, her son has a difficult time making friends and he's very excited about going to school tomorrow. And oh my gosh, it's so cute. It's going to make me cry. I know. Yeah. I know. Oh, believe us. We it cried. Was... Um, and a portion of the proceeds goes to a charity called Sidewalk Angels, which helps fund non-kill shelters. And so they help find new homes for uh, animals that are obviously in, in shelters right now and oh, don't have a home. the sweet puppy babies. Oh. The sweet puppy babies. you guys, I mean, this has really just been like, I think the title of this podcast is like Dogs and Babies because like we just keep acquiring yeah. dogs and babies. <laughs> <laughs> but we get it. Um, yeah. No, I totally get, get it. it. I, I, I do agree that the book is probably like ages three to eight. Yeah. But I do read it to Emerson and she does love, all, I showed you guys the videos mm, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. She loves the dogs and she yeah, does so Bella. Dog, 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 dog. Bella's and I tell her all the names of the dogs. Yeah. It's, it's really the illustration. We got to give credit to Sheila Chen. He's our, yeah. She's our illustrator. She did amazing. Amazing. So Even just the expressions on the dogs' faces are very human-like, I feel. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Yeah. The, the cover itself, I mean, it looks like those dogs are just running right towards you and, and so... Very lucky. So exciting. Very exciting. Yeah. We're very lucky. Thank so. you, guys. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Heal in the world. <laughs> We're all just healing the world today. One Heal baby and world. dog at a time. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you guys for coming on. Um, thank you guys for having us. Yeah, so of fun. course. Do you yeah. guys want to throw anything else out there? I don't know. Where can people follow you? <laughs> they can follow us at Ashley underscore Iconetti on Instagram. And Jared Haven. And um, I think just, like, look forward to the show that we have coming out. Jade and Tanner, Carly and Evan are going to make an appearance. Uh, comes out in May, and it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be good. Woo! Yeah. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Okay. All right. Thanks, All right. guys. Thank Bye. Bye. And now, another installment of Jade and Carly Pay for Emmy and Bella's College Education. There are three things every homeowner wants their home to be. Smarter, safer, 
and more fun. Well, what if I told you One Link by First Alert has you covered? First, meet your family's new best friend, the One Link Safe and Sound, a hardwired smart smoke and carbon monoxide alarm with a premium home speaker and Alexa enabled all in one sleek device. Built with first alert safety technology and providing an immersive, great sound experience, the Safe and Sound elevates any home, but it gets better. One Link by First Alert also offers the One Link Smart Smoke and Carbon Monoxide Alarm that work with One Link Safe and Sound. The device is easy to install and protects against both smoke and carbon monoxide. If smoke or carbon monoxide is detected in the home, the Smart Alarm will notify you via exclusive voice and location technology and send a notification to your smartphone, whether home or away. A smart home should start with smart protection and One Link by First Alert welcomes you a smarter, safer home. Visit onelink.firstalert.com for more information. You know what I love? I love my cat. My cat is so sweet, no matter what kind of day I have, she's always there to cheer me up. If Evan's out of town, she cuddles with me at night. She's just the sweetest little kitty that there ever was. But you know what I don't love? I don't love cleaning up Kitty's litter box. Yes, her name is Kitty, very original. Which is why Arm & Hammer created new cloud control litter. There's no cloud of nasties when I scoop. Like, yuck, you guys. It's 100% dust free, free of heavy perfumes and helps you reduce airborne dander from scooping. So what happens in the litter box stays in the litter box. New cloud control cat litter by Arm & Hammer. More power to you. I mean, Ashley and Jared are just, they're just so much fun to have around. Like, you're never going to have dull conversation with Ashley and Jared. They're, no, like, they are the entertainment. They really are. (laughs) I I feel like that's why we're all such good friends, because we can just be natural with each other and honest with each other and just, like, have a good time and know there's no judgment. Oh, totally. And we're all going through, like, such different walks of life right now, and, like, they go things through things that we've never gone through. And we're like, what is that like? You know, and we're like, well, that's interesting. And now they're asking questions about like us being moms. We're like, oh, that's interesting. Like Ashley's always been so not, not apologetic for who she is, which is why I've always loved Ashley. And I think Jared just balances that so well. <laughs> I don't know. They're just oh, really they, great to be around. They're so similar in so many ways, but they're so different in so many ways. I feel like they really do complement each other. Um, anyway, that was a fun conversation and delightful to have them on. Um, one thing that we did want to end all of our podcasts with, because we are on the Empower Her Network with Westwood One, was we wanted to end our podcast with a daily affirmation or weekly affirmation to jumpstart our week. I guess these come out on Thursdays, but you can jumpstart your week at any time with a positive. Words have a lot of power. Yeah, I just think words hold a lot of power. And the more we tell ourselves good things, I feel like we tell ourselves only the negative things. Like, I'm so bad. I'm so bad at critiquing myself and believing the negative things I tell myself. And if I just would take something that's positive and say it more often, too, like how much power that would have, you know, it gives you back your power. As moms, we already have so many worries and doubts about ourselves and whether we're doing the right thing or whether we're going to like mess up our children, you know, because we're flawed humans. And so I just feel like leaving the podcast with a saying or a word that has um, just some power behind it is just a really great way to connect with everybody who listens 
And I hope you, I hope you really take it and you focus on it. And uh, it brings you something into your life. I totally agree. I chose one this week. And I chose this one because it kind of reminded me of Ashley and Jared and how, um, you know, it took both of them a long time to make it to each other to, you know, be in a relationship and how that was all, you know, people always say it's all in the timing. But um, yeah. sometimes we try to control the timing, which never actually works. And that's why we get in like major chaos because we're trying to control things. So this is the affirmation for this week. I trust in divine timing. The universe always has my back, which is so true. We just need to trust that everything that is happening will happen in its time when it's supposed to and will show up right on time yeah and i feel like people can interpret that however they want like if you're spiritual or religious you know that could be god to you that could be the universe to you that could be whatever Mm -hmm. that personally means to you because there is so much truth behind that there is absolutely if you believe in god you can believe in god's timing and god's plan for you or or anything like that and if we just trust in that I feel like that just, I mean, just thinking about that right now takes all this weight off my shoulders. I totally it's agree like, with you. Like, I feel like I can breathe. Yeah, I totally <laughs> agree. And it's that easy. <laughs> I know. These are going to be really good for us, Jade. Because we can... I already feel better. Be I feel better, too. I know Jade and yeah. I used to send each other affirmations. Like, I think we've talked about this before. But even right before I went into labor, Jade sent me birth affirmations. Like... We love these things. (laughs) So we hope they help you as well (laughs) navigate your life for the better. Yeah, I think it'll be a fun little addition to the podcast. Thank you guys for listening to Mommies Tell All. And um, we wanted to give a shout out to our Instagram because if you guys aren't following, you should be. We're going to be doing a ton of giveaways on there. We're doing fun things like mommy takeovers and additional Q&As with our podcast guests. So there'll be a lot of fun content and make sure you guys are subscribed and rate us. It helps us to be able to continue to bring you some great podcast content. Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening. We love you guys so much. We love you. We'll see you next week. From the Westwood One Podcast Network.